0: Welcome to our spiritual spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening.
1: Hello, all my beautiful souls. It is Jake Paul come at you live from the It's Me, Not You podcast. Joined by my beautiful hosts, Rachel Garrett and Melissa Neely. Hello, loves. Hello. How is everybody?
2: We're doing great. We're doing
0: fantastic.
1: Oh, my gosh. Thank you. So, my loves, today we are talking about an interesting topic. And what we really wanted to touch on today, or me at least, was how do we work around, let's say we learn from a teacher, we learn from a resource, and then all of a sudden, they double back. They jump tracks, they change their mind, and they go down a, a, a different path that maybe uh, uh, conflicts with what we learned, whether that's energy healing, whether that's something psychic work or magical work, mm-hmm. Um In this case, I'm talking from the perspective of somebody. Um, Shout out to all my friends who took a Doreen Virtue class. What? So as for me personally, as a lot of you know, I am a certified angel therapist, um, and my teacher was Doreen Virtue. Um, Some of you might not know that recently in 2017, Doreen decided to jump tracks, and she went down a little bit of a different rabbit hole um, and kind of rebuked spirituality, rebuked angel work um which honestly was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a difficult time for me you know i really looked up to that teacher i really loved a lot of what she shared early on and i mean she gave me my foundation you know from there of course i've taken it into my own way and i've turned it into my own flavor of course um but yeah today i wanted to talk about you know what do we do when your teacher no longer subscribes to what you learned and how do we still find empowerment and how do we still find Discernment in our work in 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 the light of that.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, Jake. I mean, I also took Dorian Virtue's courses. I have a lot of her oracle cards, and to hear that she's like, "Nope, none of these are good. Throw them all in the trash." You Mm -hmm. know, it was like, "Well, do I still use them? Like, what do I do?" do I I mean, I still use. I have one of her books. It's the Dorian Virtue collection, and for me, it's like. A resource of angel information and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like I didn't throw it away
1: (laughs) no because I mean listen you can rebuke it all you'd like but the angels don't just stop existing Mm -hmm. you know the work doesn't just disappear miraculously you know
0: and and uh, what about for you, Melissa? I don't know if, I don't think you took any courses. I didn't
2: take her classes, but I do use, I mean, those were all the main cards that I used. The angels. that's how I stepped into it. You know, I'm comfortable with angels mm-hmm. and learning angels, but I also think that we have to remember that our teachers here are human mm-hmm. and they're going to go through things in their life. And that's why it's important not to put them on pedestals because when you put them on a pedestal. It hurts, you know, when they come down. They they come down or maybe they have jealousy towards you or they just no longer support you in your path, but that's also when you have to realize that that was part of your path. You needed that person to get you to that point and now it's time for a new point. So I've really been with the only person that should or the only teacher that should be on a pedestal are the angels the guides those on the other side that are looking out for us and that's also while I'll tell people that I teach too I'm not a pedestal I don't know it all I just know what I know and the way to present it best um so I'm not a guru of anything
0: I mean how many gurus have we seen in the last couple years that have really taken a fall like have been accused of horrific crimes and mm. it's like wait I thought you were of the light I thought you were a good person and then to mm-hmm. hear you're part of a sex cult like it's just it's shocking I'm, I'm sorry it Let's
1: happens hear. okay
0: hello it
1: but was one time <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I But got down that rabbit hole guys and I didn't know what I found um, but no I mean really it's it's shocking. Like when you, when things kind of come out of the cracks and out of the, the woodwork and you're just like, wait, what? And you hear about beloved spiritual teachers and leaders that have like, again, like a racist or just, mm-hmm. um, they promote things that are of They're. I don't even know. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm losing my words. Cause it's, it's firing me up, but it's, it's scary. And I think to Melissa's point, we we have to practice discernment and when people do kind of fall off the pedestal or their house crumbles, it's like one, we should show them compassion because mm-hmm. they are human and maybe they're going through something that we're, they are going through something that we don't know, you know? And then I think extract pieces that we still hold and true to us and that resonate with us. Cause that's our truth. And then mm-hmm. maybe find a different mentor. I don't
2: know. <laughs> what? It's hard because this isn't, I mean, it's becoming more common to be able to be open and to share your gifts. But when you find a group, it feels like home. It does. Because you're being accepted for who you are completely, you know? And then I do think, you know, we do need to learn from a lot of different people. Our souls have many different lives, many different experiences, and you can't get all of that from one person. I think many teachers are important, But I also think that when you become so, oh, gosh, this is home. I'm accepted. I don't want to go anywhere. You know, we're like getting kicked out of the nest, like the little bird, you know, and it's like, oh, well, okay, no, you really need to get out of the nest. I'm going to make this hurt. So you so you start flying. Well, Mm -hmm. and, and I
0: think I'm not sure, Jake, if you've experienced this, but I know Melissa's experienced this and I've experienced it, too, where you've had spiritual teachers that as you evolve and your skills grow, they then kind of turn on you and then it's like, bye. Like, and then it's just like, well, wait, what, what happened here? Yep. Like, you know, and it's like, I don't know if it's jealousy, if it's envy, if it's their ego that kind of takes over. Um, let what, what, how do you feel? Like, what, what do you think happens there when you have a mentor that turns into kind of an enemy? I don't know what I say enemy that maybe is too harsh, but no, it's- but
2: it's, it's hard because they become, they become mean, yeah. um, you know, yeah. and you end up finding others and it's like, yeah. you feel like you have your own little survival club. Of, mm-hmm. I like to talk
0: <laughs> about the support group.
2: <laughs> right. You do from from that. But you know, uh ego wise, it's like, was it je- Well, first you go into what did I do wrong? Am I not good enough? Like, what's wrong with me? Why did that happen? I thought I had a place that was safe. A oh, whole um, and then you really step back and you're able to see, well, okay, it was time for a new teacher. So when that person was like that to me, I found a new teacher who I I love, and I learned all of my shamanism. I probably would not have stepped into that if I hadn't had the first one be as mean as they were. But it grew in the meanness, and I do think that spirit was kicking me like, "You need to go somewhere else," and that was the only way that you um, listen to happen.
0: Jake, have you ever experienced that, or have you ever seen that experience in others?
1: Um, I haven't necessarily experienced that myself, thankfully, but I have definitely seen it throughout the years working with many different clients. And, you know, I I think that in a way, even though, you know, I don't necessarily travel the country or anything, but being in this community, we have connections far and wide, you know? Um, so we kind of get to keep our thumb on the pulse. And what I will say is that I've definitely seen a lot of instances of, you know, a lot of what, um, one of you just said, where it's kind of like when the teacher, uh, uh, feels as though that the student is maybe coming up to the same level as them and then all of a sudden it's perhaps competition Um, because I think that there's an interesting ego thing that happens every once in a while where it becomes like a business thing where it's like oh no now we're trying to step on toes or something but I I have a hard time relating to that point of view just because as somebody who does teach workshops and does mentor peeps I have no problem with admitting with listen we've done all the teaching that I can offer to you I can nod you towards this person who I think is an excellent resource in this area or, you know, being honest just as a teacher of like, okay, cool. We've came this far. I think it's time for you to soar. You know, I think it's yeah. time for you to give it a shot. So.
0: Yeah. I, I think like, I don't know about I you guys, but I know for me, like I just want to help you with your training wheels. And then as soon as the training wheels are off, you're free to fly like free to move forward. And it's the same thing with sessions too, because I kind of feel like I love a yearly check-in. Let's see how things are going. Let's check in to see what progress you've made, where your energy's at. You know, let's give you maybe some clarity or whatnot. But then when, you know, I, I feel like, I'm sorry, I'm going off topic here. When people kind of keep coming back in the same over and over, I'm not doing them any help. I'm not doing a good service.
1: Well, you know what? I mean, I think there's a lot of intersection between the morals and ethics of being a teacher and then also even talking about the effects that like, you know, having an unethical fallout from the work that you were doing. You know, I think that there's several ways to handle that if you were going to switch tracks. I don't think to publicly defame the body of work that you put out there. You know, I think that is a whole can of worms in and of itself. But I mean, to what you were saying about like the yearly check-ins and stuff, I think that it's in our best interest as teachers to make sure that we are checking, you know, in with ourselves and also checking in with our peeps and being honest and being like, listen, I'm here to provide you for me personally, I'm here to provide my peeps with the tools to listen to your intuition and feel empowered because all of the sessions that I'm doing is to validate for you what you already know and validate your path moving forward, maybe answering in some questions and putting in some puzzle pieces in between for you. But it's really not pulling any rabbits out of the hat, you know, So I really like to give people the tools. And if you want to come back to me for a check-in in in a year, beautiful. I'll see you in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, I, I feel like I'm not doing my work well, or I'm not even getting my job done if I am still working with a client who feels that they need to check in every three months. Yeah. You know, so that tells me that I've got work to do. I've got some, you know, damage assessments that I've got to take a look at on my end.
0: And it could come to maybe we need to look in and say, okay, are they are they really hearing the message that they need to hear? Is my delivery need to be modified, changed? And I mm-hmm. want to kind of go back to what you said. Like when Doreen Virtue did jump tracks, it was pretty shocking to the spiritual community. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, I mean, and I, I agree with how she maybe just all of a sudden like shifted so so rapidly and so suddenly it was it was almost scary. Like it was just like, well, what should I believe in this? And I'll tell you, I have family members that kind of jumped on her train and was like, yeah, I don't believe in this stuff anymore. I'm a born again Christian. And then for me, it's like, well, you're doing the devil's work, you know? And then it's like, Hmm, that was hurtful. But I mean, it's just, it it was very shocking and it was, it was hurtful.
1: But you know what? (laughs) I got to say, at the same time, Mm -hmm. I am very thankful that the contrast was so jarring because that was really easier for me to be like, oh, Oh. this is clearly not the same person that I learned from, that I engaged with, that I purchased work from, things like that. Um, Had she have taken a different route and kind of slipped these things in subtly under the guise of still being that channeler and teacher, Mm -hmm. I think it would have really muddied the waters for a lot more people. But I Mm -hmm. think because she had such a clean cut, cut... Yes, um, I think it was really easy to be like, "Okie dokie." I think for me personally, it was easier to grieve it. Yeah, you know. Um, but again, I think it all comes back to you know, either way. For any of our listeners that maybe have purchased her work or have her oracle decks on their on their altar right now or in their space, you know, we can still work with it. Check in with yourself and ask yourself, do these tools, do these teachings, still reflect my values, my truth? Um, or am I feeling called that I have to go kind of Look in different directions, vet the resources. You know, maybe look in, uh, into a couple different points of view, and then gather my tools again. Then reassess and be like, okay, where does that leave me? Yeah, I think if anything, if anything, it kind of almost saved the generation of kind of angel therapists into not just regurgitating um, the the workshops or regurgitating the the works and the books and all of that stuff. I think it also kind of pushed everybody out of the nest and really called everybody to have to find your tools, find your voice and find your point of view in the field. You know, how do you feel? Now you do the work, do the channeling. What are your teachings? What have you learned? You know,
0: it is interesting. And I I think that is a really valuable point of, you know, definitely tuning within and seeing what your truth is. I mean, I know that I've had a couple of spiritual mentors that I've, you know, invested large sums of money in and gotten certified in their classes and then it's kind of like when i've reached out to them it's like i'm done with you you paid your money and i'm good and move it forward and it's like what like so Mm -hmm. it's kind of um like i i know in another episode we talked about the spiritual um, commercialism Mm -hmm. and i have to think well was i just another cog in the machine or you know, was it an ego thing, or you know? But it's same thing. It's forced me to kind of forge my own path and kind of be like, all right, well, I got this. I can be okay. I'm good. I got my community. I got my peeps. I'm good. I don't need you.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that all comes to the name of our podcast. You know, it's about us. It's about yeah. our development. It's not on them. I mean, and it is on them. Like Doreen's path is that's her path. That's yeah. the. Yeah. It's her. It's not us you know, and like you said, Jake, it helps us with having to rely on our own inner voice. I think we can learn so much from spirit. And I mean, spirit of anything, whether it's animal, it's plant, it's angel, it's ascended, whatever that is, other people's spirit too, you know, you learn, you learn from that, and you're not just regurgitating.
0: And I also like how you said, you know, there are also humans. So we, you know, we, we, when we put people on pedestals, we forget that they are living a human experience and that they may have trials and damages and traumas that we're unaware of. Maybe they have tax problems. Maybe they have, you know, I don't know, other crap that's going on that we're not aware of.
1: Listen, and- Exactly. <laughs>
0: You know, maybe, you know, who knows? Like, or
2: I mean, I I do I do find that interesting. I know I've Rachel's laughing because when she talked about it, I'm like, well, I'm kind of getting the feeling that she owed a lot of back taxes. And I wonder if all of a her taxes going away had anything to do with her change in spiritualism. But that's just my crazy hypothesis. Crazy
0: hypothesis. <laughs> not assumed, not we don't know what's real. No,
2: no, it's just, you know, it's a wild idea that I had. Um I just think that find find your way when it comes to things and use your own discernment and listen to the higher voices for, for what you're getting. And if people change paths, well, they're going to change paths. You know, the thing I love about the three of us is we're not afraid if we get a client in our message, we're not the right receiver. Sometimes I think people come to, I, I had always thought people come to us because we're supposed to be the one giving them the message, but we might just be the person who knows the person to give them a message. So now when I start to connect with somebody, it's like, am I, I do ask spirit the question, am I the right person to help them? Mm -hmm. You know, and if they're with me for a session, well, I'm going to do the best and say, you know, for follow-up, you might want so-and-so because they do this, or you need somebody for this, for this aspect too.
0: I totally agree with that. And I also think a point is, is that it's okay to move on from other, from your mentors and maybe cycle into a different mentor or a different group and, you know, kind of test out the waters and test out the flavors. If you have received all the information and knowledge that you need from that person, you know, it's okay to move on. It's okay to find, you know, a different person to help you out or light you up. Or, you know, I think that people need permission that it's okay to be like, I'm good, thank you.
2: Yeah. And learn from multiple people at the same time. Just don't get so stuck in learning or taking workshops or or classes that you're not connected to spirit. Jake,
0: that's, not, that's
2: not a dig towards you.
0: I know I'm just about to think <laughs> you are going to say something. Your face lit up.
1: Oh fu- Um, I had two <laughs> things, and then I forgot. Um, one of those were I was just just like one of those things, like earlier on, like from all the workshops and from the books. I had always heard in the back of my head from spirit, you are never going to get the permission you are looking for Ooh. in a workshop.
0: Ooh, I love that.
1: You know, never going to get the permission you are looking for in a workshop. And I love, I love seeing throughout the years, all my clients that I work with that I get to see kind of cross that bridge from client to coworker of sorts, you know, people who open up their businesses because they got that boost of, of strength or of affirmation behind themselves are now energy healers or spiritually driven artists or you know uh public uh you know business witches things like that i love seeing that and i love watching people cross that kind of bridge and then become co-workers of sorts yeah. you know i love to see that because it just i really just love to see that because i feel more comfortable that i know that i'm promoting an environment of growth and that i am never too big for my britches to be like the say so of anything i don't know I don't know everything. I know approximate knowledge of what I do know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and and I'm not afraid of saying, listen, I don't have that answer right now. I'm okay with that. You know, I channel spirit and channel says what they want to say and I can't control what they don't want to answer with me. True. (laughs) But I do know a gal who could.
0: (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Anything else you guys want to add to our, um, when our mentors jump track? Podcast episode,
2: just that it can be difficult and reach out to another person when you're going through it because there is a grief process that that happens with it. You know, from the denial to the anger to all of it. So making sure that you reach out and talk to somebody to know that you're on your own true path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. You you actually just bring up a point. I did
0: have um, a spiritual mentor that. You know, we did, I did have a separation from, and it it really knocked me off my, my path for well over a year. And I lost confidence. I lost the ability in myself. And I pray that no one has to go through that. And that really trust within and know that your gifts, your voice, everything within truly matters. And when someone's trying to take that away from you, that's something on them and not on you.
2: And that's where you keep a list of like, what were the good messages that i delivered you know i know i don't remember them all but i remember the impact you know of somebody so i can look back and be like yes this is the work that i was given to do this is my divine path Yeah.
1: listen it's it's the trite and true saying you know everything happens for a reason the good and the bad you know you learned everything good that you were supposed to every teaching that you walked away with you met the people you were supposed to And then even the bad, the way that you were spoken to, the way that the falling out happened, maybe it had to happen that way. So, you know, so that you could be like, for a matter of fact, okay, I'm good here. There's no unfinished business. There's no need for me to jump back in or try to make that connection work. Or, you know, even if it were to end on good terms, you know, sometimes you might be like, oh, you know, try this teacher out, blah, 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 blah. But sometimes we could be thankful for when the bridge does burn, you know?
2: I love
0: that. Well, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of It's Me, Not You. I hope you guys all have a great day and goodbye. Bye. 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 (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in we hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like subscribe and write review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.